Come on, come on, let's have it! Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Webber and Jacob Ingamgore. Here we are then. So I'm very, very excited today because I've got a, one of our first guests on for the podcast, Gordon Bircham. And I'll give a bit of context for the podcast. So I'll flip back to end of March, start of April. Um, it was my first Expert Empires event that I've ever been to. And it was a two-day event and it was absolutely life-changing for me. And it was actually that weekend, that event where I found my passion and I realized that I really wanted to set up the co- a coaching business for lads in their 20s. But not only that, I wanted to start this podcast. And out of the two days, I got asked a lot like who my favorite speaker was. And this man right here, Gordon Bircham, uh, was my favorite speaker. So I'll flip it back over to you, Gordon, to obviously introduce yourself and just tell everybody a bit about you and what your story is. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Callum. Thanks for having He's very kind with a big speaker line up saying, oh, I was your favourite, but it was. Um, yeah, it's, wow, stories. <laughs> There's been a journey, right? <laughs> so um, I suppose uh, the context of the, of the, the listeners here on, on the podcast is, you know, I think everything starts from your childhood, right? Okay, so going through a childhood. Um, times are tough for some people, right? So I, um, I had quite a tough time not not my parents were amazing I had a tough time um throughout my sort of junior years I had a a real tough time with um not fitting in not loving myself um I had two friends at primary school both were girls and both of them used to beat me up at times and hit me which is interesting um I used to have a quirky nature I still have got a massively quirky nature. I didn't know well, that was, I have something called autism, which I know now, but at the time I had no idea, right? So I always felt I was a bit different. And then when I went to primary school, I remember, especially a kid down my road, I, I got bullied quite heavily and uh, like physically, mentally and emotionally to the point where I didn't want to go out, to the point where I remember many times riding home from school and just the fear, the sheer dread of getting home. And all I'd be thinking was, right, I've got to get home and I'm not going outside, and I'd go home and I'd, you know, run straight in and I'd say, yeah, mom, I'm going to put a video on. I really fancy watching a video. And I'd find the one that was the longest, um, the longest video, the longest in time. I'd sit there trembling, just fearing, just, mom, don't ask me to go outside. Don't ask me to go outside. Because I used to go outside and I used to fear just getting hit. And then I would get hit and beat up and I was so scared And my mom was strong. And <laughs> she'd be like, I'd run back in crying and... She just hit me and go, get outside, you fight back. I say, well, I was in absolute fear because she's a strong woman and she was trying to teach me. But at the time, I was just in fear. And I had quite a, a victim mentality, I'll be honest with you. And I attracted a lot of that. I attracted a lot of that stuff to my life. I know now, I didn't know then. And I literally, I would be walking up the street and just, just some random person in a double-decker. I remember walking and just looking up at a double-decker and this guy's like, like saying he's going to cut my throat and he's going to kill me. I was like, who the hell is that? Wow. It was a, a really tough time in my life. And I just didn't like myself. I hated myself. I thought there's something wrong with me. I just had all these questions. And at 16 years of age, I found martial arts sort of found me. Uh, my, my friend knocks at the door and says, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to kickboxing. Do you want to go? I was like, you insane. Like, I'm like, why the hell would I want to? I'm scared shitless. But I ended up going to the, the kickboxing class and started the class and carried on and on and on. 
And because I was in so much fear, Callum, and this will relate to some of you guys here, this will relate absolutely to what you want to do here, Callum, for sure, but it's fear-based, right? We all have yeah. fears. We all worry, okay? Yeah, by the way, to the listeners here, before I carry on, if you didn't have any fear, where would you be? Yeah, exactly that. Fear's what hot. You know, fear's what holds a lot of people back. You know, it's held me back in the past. And something that I've learned over the last few years is always putting yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you can actually grow. And and that's the only way, essentially, to actually level up and move forward is by going into fearful situations. 100%. I I feel the fear and do it anyway. What I didn't realise... I was doing back then is I'd be like going to the dojo. So the dojo was like five minutes from my house in the car and it'd take me 45 minutes to get there because I drive there and say, well, maybe not stay and then drive back. Then when I go home, no, go back. Yeah. No, no, come back and I'd be like this. And then I'd be like, okay, right. And I'd sometimes have tears in my eyes, wipe the tears while I go into the dojo. Like, Let's go fearful. And I had to face them. And I didn't realize I was doing it. I was just doing it. If that makes sense. And I went through that bit of a journey and I'd win, I'd go to my first competition and get absolutely battered, like so beat up. And I remember throwing my gloves away and going, I'm not doing that anymore. And then on the next day, on the Monday, um, I'll be back in the dojo, same process. And I went through this massive journey of just like so fearful, but doing it anyway, so fearful, just doing it anyway, but so fearful. And it was, um, I then, you know, be in my tournament journey and, uh, I, and, and I had this, and this is, well, I always share this message here, Callum, because I think it's really important. We, self-doubt is massive in most people, right? And I had it to a point where literally I would win a tournament and literally tell myself for the whole evening and the next day or week, uh, you were lucky winning that. The guy obviously wasn't on point. He obviously ate something wrong. You had a look, you slept well. Everything was a reason why, not because I was good enough. It was fluke. It yeah. was luck. It wasn't me. And it was like, ah, that's the reason. And that went on, Callum, for 15 years. Wow. In March. So time, it, right? it, it wasn't just, it wasn't just like a, a, a fearful thinking holding you back, but it was also self sabotage. Yeah, it was absolutely emotional. I just literally had zero belief in myself like literally i'd go and do things but i had zero belief in my ability i never believed i was good enough and that was 15 years in the martial arts world of every single time doing that until i came to a point in the world championships so i'm on the on the plane i've been selected for the england team and i believe that was luck <laughs> wow. so i'm on the i'm on the i'm on i literally i remember being on the, the there's the the tunnel going up to the up to the plane, you know, when you go in on the tunnel to the plane. And I remember reading the paper, looking up, looking around the England here. And I, I remember laughing, I sniggered to myself, I was like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, you're not good enough to be here. Why are you here? And um, I just remember that's so poignant for me. I went over to the, uh, the World Championships. And in the World Championships, you go through prelims, prelim relations, right? So I'm going through, an, and I, I fought my first fight, and I won. I thought, brilliant. At least I've come to a World Championships and won my first one. Great. At least I didn't lose them all. Does that make sense? Yeah. Then I go to the next one. Then I fought, so I fought a, 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 an Irish lad, then a, then a German lad, then a Canadian lad, then an American lad, and I beat them all. I was like, wow, you've had a lucky day today. And then I had to, and then it was like the finals were the two days later. And I remember thinking, brilliant, I've got a silver medal. That's good enough. And then the night before the competition, the, the, the night before the finals, 
I was in reception with all the England team and I went up to go up to my room ready to prepare. And I had this massive change in my mindset. And it was like, if I carry on doing the same thing, I'm going to get the same result. What can I do? Hold on. I, like, why am I here? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to visualize what I want it to be tomorrow. I'm not going to hope. I'm going to visualize the process. And I went upstairs into the, uh, into the lift and I visualized and I fell asleep visualizing the, the, the actual, how it was going to go, how I was going to feel, the fight itself, everything. It was going to be perfect. I woke up in the morning with a sense of calm. I yeah. woke up, I literally everything I did, everything I ironed, like I would have ironed my socks if I'd have, if I'd have had them, you know what I mean? Everything was just like perfect. And I went downstairs, I had this sense of calm, which I've never, never had, but I just had this real focus. Gets on the mats, and on the mats there, I had the guy who'd beat me up the first, the, 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 it looked, looked like the guy who'd beat me on the mats the first ever tournament, like he beat me up, the guy did, right, completely. And the sitting this guy, and he's still young, and I'm 33, he's 18, 19, more than everything he had, sitting there. And then I went through this process of visualisation in, in the night before, and on the mats, it was really weird, it was like a dream. I, I went through the, for the rounds, and then I got to the, the last round, just before I got up to get up for the last round, my instructor went, look, you're, you're up on points. So I was like, wow, that, that's lucky. <laughs> but then I was like, no. So I went through the motion. It was like, it was like I was not there. It was like I was looking at myself wow. in the fight. It yeah. was weird. And it's like motion. And then I just remember it to this day, Callum, like standing there and them lifting my arm in the air and saying, Gordon Bircham, world, world champion. I screamed like elated looking at the crowd. And I don't think I'd ever seen anyone so emotional at winning a world title. And I wasn't elated because I'd won a world title. I wasn't happy that I got a gold medal, etc. It's because I'd beaten the biggest demon in my life, which was myself. Yeah. That was the day that Gordon Bircham was born. That is powerful. That is powerful. That's amazing. It was, it was unbelievable. It was the person that people see on social media now, they see on the stages, was born 2012 in Canada on that day. And from that very moment, Callum, was life transformational for me. I now started to trigger in. It was the day that turned my life around. I started to love myself, respect myself, like believe I can. I went on to win three consecutive world titles, obviously, every year, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> momentum. Um, and momentum. And and, and really started to build my businesses and, and really started to believe in the human being I seen in that reflection every day. And that was so powerful. And yeah, I'm so grateful for that day. So, so let me ask you, I mean, obviously you had 15 years of being fearful, feeling that you were getting lucky and, you know, having self-sabotage ultimately, even when you won. Like, where did you get that passion or intuition to start visualizing the night before the finals? Like, where did that all come from? <laughs> It's interesting. First of all, it was 35 years, uh, 33 years of doubting myself, 15 years in martial arts, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think it's part of the process. So people go, well, where did that come from? And it wasn't a moment. It's like, I believe life is a journey and you get your breakthroughs as part of that process. So it just comes through you. It's not a thought. It just is. It's a, it's your genius. It's your unconscious mind, you know, your unconscious mind, uh, we call it motion, which means no mind. Yeah, it's the non-thinking brain, right? So, you know, it came through me, it wasn't a thought, it just appeared. Now, motion 
is without doubt the driving factor of everything in your life. Now the problem is most people live in their conscious brain, their thought brain. And the problem is with your thoughts, they create the problems. So they see things and complicate it all. So you can see, well, I just need to step there. So if I do that, I'll get that. But what most people do is go, if I step there, what does that look like? How will it be? What will happen? I'm not too sure. What about this? What about that? Does that make sense? So that's yeah. the thought logical brain. And your brain is what fucks everything up. So your mind, your thoughts are what's screwing up. What you learn through martial arts, through life is how to tap into your unconscious genius. So your brain that's not thinking is what you're doing. And that is part of repetition. So it coming to me to do that was part of the 15 years of martial arts. The whole process of development, still not getting there, keep going and keep going. And all of a sudden, it comes to you. Like yeah. you, the, your unconscious speaks to you. And this is what I love talking about now more than anything is your mind. Like you, if you're thinking, you, in your head, you're dead. If you're thinking, you are sinking, you know, because you are drowning. Like your, your mind will make the, how many times do you do that on a daily, weekly basis then, Callum? How many times do you overthink? Uh, I overthink all the time and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will also overthink. So for the listeners here and now to get some like practical um, tactics they can implement like right now, like for, for a lot of people that are listening might have never tried visualizing or meditating or going into that different state. What would you recommend to, to help people just just to start, you know? Daily habit. Like, so your daily habits are, are what are the driving force of everything. So you're, we, are habit, we are habitual creatures. So, you know, visualization, you can visualize while you're walking. Like, actually, everyone's really good at visualizing. They just lost the art of it. You all know how to do it. I've got some great news. You know exactly how to do it. And I tell you how you know, because when you were a child, you visualized all the time. And when you, you dream. Being, yep, you visualize. Children visualize all the time. They visualize being Batman and Superman. They visualize being out of fly. They, they visualize everything. They believe everything is possible. Does that make sense? They are unbelievable. Now, what stops them as they grow older is society going to stop being a kid. Stop being now, right? Yeah. So then what they do is they go, you know, have some thought, etc. right? So you know how to do it. What you've got to do is retrain yourself to do it. Does that make sense? So I'm every single day. That really, uh, that really resonates with me. I'm literally reading this book I got rec recommended called Mindset. I'm reading it right now. And it's, it's all about having a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And throughout school, um, a lot of people end up going down the route of being a fixed mindset rather than a growth. And I'm quite passionate about this. I feel like at school, a lot of kids feel that the only way, you know, to look good is, is by getting good grades. Whereas in reality, if you actually fail, actually failing more is a good thing because the more you fail, the more you learn. Um, and it's a whole growth mindset mentality. And I feel like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us leave school and we feel like, you know, we're not intelligent because we didn't get certain grades. Uh, when in reality, we're all intelligent. It's just finding what you're intelligent in. You know, we're all we're all going down different paths. However, school's a very one way path is, is what I feel. Mm. Well, it's, 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 it doesn't fit the model of society today. Like the, the education system is fundamentally flawed. Like you don't need to get good grades to be amazing. What you, it's, not, it's not what you get that makes you successful. It's the person you become. Yeah. Once you understand that, 
Once you understand how can I be a better person, how can I think better, feel better, be more positive? How can I um, attract the things into my life? How can I be a better communicator, build better relationships? That's the, they don't teach you that in school. They don't teach you all that. I got nothing in school. You know, I agree. But, but, but you know, and you're right, that's a fixed mindset. And there's a reason for that. And you've got to understand, the listeners need to understand why that is. It's designed that way to suppress the masses for control. No matter how you look at it, it's easy to control a, a fixed mindset that is a growth mindset. 100%. It's easy to control a negative mindset that is a positive mindset. It's easy to control the masses. Now you can do what the, what, what the powers that be, however, whatever, wherever you sit in that world, to do what they want. Whereas what we are is free human beings. We're a free, you're a, we are free. And once you have that freedom of thought and you bring your genius to you, Outside the constructs of education, yes, you need to learn to read and write and all them kind of things, which is great. But actually, what it's about is your spiritual element of self. It's about what you're really capable of, and your mindset is everything. So visualization every day is a part of that process. And how you, you know, you've probably heard me say before, Callum, you are the creator. And once you understand this properly and deep, because you are the yeah, I'm the no when. when knowing you're the creator it takes big responsibility you have so much power i call it you power like your power is on fucking believable and it you guys you young guys in here callum's got doing a great job here if you if you accept this stuff into your soul not like everybody else want to learn this 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 if you you work harder on yourself than you do anything else every single day become the best version of yourselves Okay, you and, and really work on that power. Take full responsibility for everything in your life, not blaming society and pointing the finger and decide to go like, actually, if it's to be, it's up to me. Let me control this. And, and you know, I heard a saying before, like when uh, it's a few years ago now, I love this. I, I hold it in my heart. The day you pass from childhood to adulthood is when you accept full responsibility for everything that has happened and is happening in your life. That is tough and it's fucking powerful because now you control it. So then you go, okay, great. If I'm the creator, all right, I need to sit. Right, what do I need to do? I need to see where I want to go. I need to visualize. So every day, sit down and work on what you like, dream like a child. Like, what is your vision? What do you want to achieve in the next 90 days? What do you want to achieve in the next 12, 12 months? What, what does it look like and feel like? So this thought is how you do it. You think. So it's thought. Feeling, you've got to feel it in your soul, in your body. You've got to feel you're there. And finally, you've got to know it. Yeah, you've got bang. To you've got to know. You've got to know it. And you've got to know it so much that you are already living it through your visualization that you don't even need it anymore. And then it's done. It's done. So you can go into it's it, like you done. said, in a calm state. It's done. It just is. That's how you visualize. And that's what I did Powerful. that day. I didn't, know, I didn't know I was doing it. I didn't know what visualization, I want to be clear here. I didn't know what visualization was. I just started visualizing. Does that make sense? I didn't go, I'm going to visualize. I didn't do that. I didn't go because I didn't know what fucking visualization was. I just started to think about what I wanted, how it felt, the thought, the feeling, the knowing, the absolute clarity. That's how you visualize. When when you when you know things are done, you just move so much differently. And even like I I've fought so far ahead now that I've known what's happened. So when I get setbacks, because we're not even when you visualize and you know you're still going to get setbacks. Like in that fight that you had, you probably had some setbacks. But because you've known you've overcome the setbacks, you push through it. 
Whereas if you don't know it's going to happen and then you get a setback, yep. it's much more likely then to just feel like I'm a failure. Mm. Dare to prepare, right? You've got but, to be prepared all the time. You have to be prepared. You have, And that's what visualisation does. And, and by the way, um, it's really important here that I mention the failure frame. So words are punctual, okay? They pierce the soul. And if you're not careful, language, the, the power of words is so important, positive and negative. When you say failure and you bring failure into play, at any point in your life, you're going to struggle. So you have to put the failure frame on. You have to reframe what it is. It's very simple. You either win or you learn. Yeah. So if you can change powerful the word failure to I'm either winning or I'm learning, now unstoppable. You are unstoppable because you're always winning when you're learning and you're always winning when you're winning. And wow. it's an important element of how you frame your words and feelings towards that. Well, I, I hope everyone's enjoying this as much as I am. I'm learning so much myself from this conversation. But obviously, this has been unbelievable value so far. But I'm going to fast forward now to where you are right now. Since that day where you overcome your fear, failure and self-sabotage, how have you tra- like took what you've learned and took it to where you are right now and what you're doing with your business? Yeah, so we were in a, a 9,000 square foot martial arts facility in, in the heart of the country in the UK. Um, 600 strong member school. We've got six franchises as well, martial arts franchises. Took that and developed that. Developed the martial arts school so... I don't run it all. I've had to take so all of that learning of self. And we, honestly, the guys listening here, right? The reason I can have a martial arts business that's fully operational without me is because of the person I've become and letting go and removing the ego. And there's loads of stuff I could go into, but really like being the best leader I can and helping them become the best person they can and using, you know, all of that knowledge that I learned for myself and in, in, like applying that to my teams. So building that infrastructure, building that, that schools, and then built a, a coaching and training business where in the last eight years I've helped, well, we've been coaching and mentoring through masterminds and coaching programs, martial arts school owners, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands now of school owners, um, really disrupted an industry, um, doing something that was never seen possible back then, but now it's just becoming the norm. Um, so built that um, training company, really, really proud of that. And obviously the franchise company as well. So it, it allows me now to pass on that information. And personal development has been a big part of my life, Callum. Um, personal growth is without doubt the, the greatest single thing I have ever did when I watched The Secret for the first time ever 15 years ago it was unbelievably life-changing for me. And then all the seminars I spent, what, probably 300,000 at least on coaching seminars, training programs, etc. because the reality is you got to, like, I had to, I was screwed up, like, you know what I mean? I had a, I'd got a certain mindset. So all of that process, part of that process, the parallel universe of me developing was, was personal, being personally coached. So I have three mentors that help me and guide me now. Like, having that is so, so important. And, and now um, I've just launched my Empower brand, which is about empowering is the letter M, power, and it's all about mindset, manifestation, and motivation. It's about how to become the best version of yourself. So it's, 
it's absolutely amazing like your story and where you've come now and just for people listening now like where can they actually find you uh gordon because i'm sure a lot of people's probably been uh, moved by your story and how you've overcome what you've come where yeah where can people find you yeah, you can catch me. I mean, I'm a Facebook nut. So, like, I do live videos and stuff like that. You can come and friend request me. I, I actually lost my Facebook account about, you probably don't know this, Callum, uh, about um, through the COVID pandemic with all the craziness going on. I lost that 5,000 friends on that, about 3,500 followers. It was a big, quite big account. It was really well followed. And I lost it all. So, I had to rebuild up my personal account. Um, so, I, I went through the same thing <laughs> Yeah, on, on Instagram. Yeah, 1,500 friends on there now. But come and come and find me on there. Um, you can follow me. I've got a pay. I've got a business page, Gordon Birchman, and an Instagram page. Um, and I just share. Like all I do is just share. Give, what give, I give. My mind. Just give, give, give. My passion is to help millions of people around the world really find their true power, and that is through this, the mindset. I love really it. shackles. You know? I love it as well. What you mentioned about you've invested three hundred thousand pounds into personal development and. Meeting a lot of people in that world, it seems like the more people invest in themselves, like Warren Buffett says, the best investment you can make is in yourself. It always seems to be the ones that are further, you know, like I, I'm currently, you know, I've invested around about £20,000 into myself or over that now. Um, and then also my business partner, Jacob, who's not here today because he's actually uh, camping in the Lake Districts. He's invested more between us is £60,000 between us. But this is just the start. Like I want to get to your point where I can turn around and say I've invested £300,000 because I know when I've done that, the knowledge I'll have that I can then go and share will just be amazing. But not only that, the reason I'm so passionate about what I'm doing right now, me and Jacob, is because all these, a lot of the personal development events I go to and the courses I've done, I always, I'm usually one of the youngest in the room. You know, there are a few other, obviously you had your daughter there. Uh, which is amazing, you know, obviously having, how old your daughter? She was 16 when she went there. You know, get, getting your, getting a 16-year-old daughter into that world so young is is just going to give her such an advantage over over the rest because you just don't see many young there. And that's why me and Jacob are on a mission to change it, not just for lads, for everyone in their 20s. We want to change it, make an impact because I have a feeling that it was due to school giving us all quite a, a bad feeling about learning and making it quite seem boring. So when people leave school, they think, I'm not going to learn anymore. You know, I'm just going to work, 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 and then try and make a load of money. But the reality of it is, if you just work, work, work your whole life without learning, you're not going to be progressing to the next level. Mm -hmm. I agree. Traditional education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Bang on. Bang on. Um, so also as well, like there was something I asked you at Expert Empires, I thought I'd like to share. And it was I asked you like what your main purpose was. So what is your main purpose, Gordon? Help the world smile more. That's that's the one. I knew I, I loved it. As soon as you said that, I thought, wow, that's amazing. Like, you know, because Jacob's really going down the route of um, NLPs, learning how to become an NLP coach. Um, and that's all about finding your true purpose. And when you like the point, the level you're at now, you're purpose is about other people you know and that's amazing what i realized was because i smile every day like i'm just so happy and it's because of the personal growth does that make sense it's getting rid of the fears and the and that you still have them you never get rid of them entirely but when you can live a lot and understand yourself and who you are and love yourself for who you are and 
love the blemishes and the, 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 the quirkiness and all that kind of stuff. If you can really accept who you are as a human being and live life happy, um, you're going to be unstoppable. I've written a book called Live Life Happy. Um, it's worth looking at if you if you are on Amazon. It's a, a book of empowerment, how to empower yourself every day. To, and in that book, talks about um, a changes model that I created around how to create change every day. Yeah, what I'll do, to be fair, I didn't even realize you had a book. So there we are. I'll, I'll go and get that straight away after this call. Um, and what I'll also do as well, I'll put a link uh, on my social medias uh, for the book as well. So for anyone that, you know, has absolutely loved this podcast, which I'm sure you have, go and get this book because this man, as you can tell, has got a lot of knowledge. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go and get that, Gordon, and uh, I'm excited to read it. But I thought I'd ask you, obviously, in terms of um, all the investments you've made, like what is the the best piece of advice you've ever had from one of your mentors or even family members? There's lots. But if it's based on becoming successful, and what I mean by successful is like whatever you define that to be as a human being, you know, winning in life, being the best version of you, like doing what you love is ultimately what we're here for. We're here to go in on a journey, right? And human beings want to keep achieving. When people say, well, is it enough? It's never enough. Like, well, I mean, of course it's enough and be grateful for that, but absolutely, you're going to want the next adventure, right? So wherever that is for you, one of the greatest things I ever heard and it stuck with me is ask yourself this question every single day. How would the person I want to become do the thing I'm about to do? Powerful. So do you, do you ask yourself that in a lot of situations, like say before this podcast or yeah. like before anything yes. you do? Yeah. Yes. How would the person that I want to become do the thing I'm about to do. So that person in 10 years, how would he make that phone call? How would he do that podcast? How would he, does that make sense? And you do yeah. it like that now, then you become it. Wow. Powerful, powerful. Was that something that you, you so you got, you got advised that, did you, from a mentor? Or was that something that you learned yourself? I heard it. I, it, it was part of a, someone talking and they kind of just spit it out and they held it together and I've just taken it and gone, that is what life is all about. If you want to, you have a, a, a visualization of who, like, like what, because it's not what you, it's not what you want, it's who you become. I always teach kids, it's not what you get that makes you successful, it's who you become. You, that was an, another amazing quote. It's not what you get that makes you successful, it's the person you become. That's what it's all about. And if you can start to look at yourself and go, actually, I'm only going to get what, get the things and the dreams and desires by the person I become. How would that person do this thing right now? Yeah, I love that. Wow. A lot of people as well think that they'll be happy or successful when they get the car or when they get the house or when they get the job promotion. And what you've just said then is is, is the truth. It's not the getting the things because that's going to be a byproduct of growing anyway. It's, it's exactly what you said. It's who you become. You know, growing is is what we're all here to do. Um, it's not about the car or, or the house. It's, it's yeah, who exactly that, who you become. I absolutely love that. Success is a destination. Growing is the journey. And the reality is this. Most people live, their happiness lives in the future. I'll be happy when I get the car, etc. right? But the problem with that philosophy is when you, any human being, 7.8 billion on the planet, 
when you achieve something, it's great for a moment in time, but you always and will always, while humans are on the planet, will always want more. Want more. Because that's why we've got where we are. So unless you're happy on the journey, you'll never be happy. Powerful. So it's so important. How would the person I want to become do the thing I'm about to do? I'm going to be that positive, that happy, that vibrant human being. I'm going to be there. I'm going to live that life now. Wow. Powerful. Something that I'm really strong on. So I'm going to ask you, because I'm not even sure uh, what what it is you do in the mornings, but I'm very strong on win in the morning. And then that then leads to me winning the day. So let me ask you, Gordon, what's your morning rituals or morning routine look like? Exercise, exercise, visualization, thinking. And I always, so I, I love gratitude. To me, gratitude is under I'm so great. Like I will walk and just be so thankful for the sky, for the smallest things. Like they're big though. The small things are the big things. So thankful that I'm breathing. Thank you for like another chance. Today. I love it. Just to be here. So and gratitude is so important. And then every morning I want to do one thing to give. So I'll do my live videos. It's all about who can I help? I'll push on. It's like when I'm giving, I'm winning. Once I'm giving, I'm living. When you're giving, you're living. I was like, right, where can I give this morning? It's like it sets me up for the day. I'm, I'm setting out. I'm putting out to you. Um, imagine, imagine if the whole world did this. <laughs> yeah. It would be crazy, wouldn't it? And this is what, you yeah. know, this is what I'm so passionate about. If more of us will go out there and, you know, because I've, there's been, I'll flip back to the past. I've had so many times where I've not won the morning and that just leads on to negativities throughout the day. And you're not showing up at work. You're not showing up with your family. And it's all because of the way you, you've started your morning. And that's a very powerful thing of, I love that giving in the morning. How can I help someone in the morning? That's, what a powerful way to start the day. Um, but I've got one final question for you, um, Gordon, before we wrap this up. Obviously, our podcast is called Freedom Lifestyle. And at the end of the day, with the, with the word freedom lifestyle, you know, it's for us, it's not we're not saying that there's one version of a freedom lifestyle. Ev there's multiple versions of a freedom lifestyle. It's finding out what that means to you. You know, that could just be meaning getting to spend more time with your family or getting to play more sports when you want or traveling the world. But what does the two words freedom lifestyle mean to you, Gordon? Doing what you want, when you want, how you want. That is the exact same as me. <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure, Gordon. Uh, honestly, absolutely loved it. Everybody give me messages of what their biggest takeaways were. And obviously, if you want to get Gordon back on the podcast as well, because I definitely want to get Gordon back on this podcast in the future as well. Um, but I really I'm very grateful um, that you've took out your, you know, an hour of your day to come uh, onto this podcast um, with me and share your value and your wisdom. And honestly, uh, you know, th this isn't going to be the last um, collaboration between me and you, Gordon. I'm, I'm very excited for the future. But other than that, everybody listens to this, go out there and have a class day.